Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Hommel, the MFR Coach. So I was listening to my coach's podcast the other week, Stacey Bayman, and she said something brilliant. I cannot stop thinking about it. So I'm going to share my take on it here with you. So hopefully it will also blow your mind and help you change your business with this information to make it even better. My coach, Stacey Bayman, recently had her first baby. Now, I'm three babies deep at this point, and my oldest is entering his senior year. So sometimes I like to think I know it all, which, you know, it's not my first time thinking this thought. How do I even do my life sometimes, you guys? (laughs) Anyways, she was sharing how when her baby cries, it sends her nervous system into total chaos and panic. And she wants to jump out of her skin or cry or melt down, just like her baby does. She can't take the crying because it physically hurts her. And I was thinking how much I could totally relate to this. And if you are a mom or a parent, maybe you've experienced something similar. I remember having the same experience, especially with my first baby, Joey, the one who's now a senior. He would cry and I would feel like I needed to solve all of his problems immediately. I didn't even stop to think that maybe I was already meeting all of his needs and that sometimes babies just cry and there isn't anything to be solved sometimes. I would be so uncomfortable though that I would do anything to help him and thus help myself to feel better. It was like an emergency to solve for this uncomfortable feeling within my body. And I would also cry too sometimes and get really angry, or at least my perception was this feeling of anger within my body. So now listening to Stacy explain how she started to work on purpose to expand her ability to allow for the discomfort that came with her baby crying so that she didn't have to go into a full panic mode or a meltdown mode each and every time her baby cried. What? Now this is super genius. (laughs) And it never occurred to me, you know, 17 years ago, how much control I actually had over my experience. It just seemed like my life was happening to me. My kids crying was happening to me. And we as humans can expand our capacity for discomfort, therefore creating more ability to feel discomfort and not need to react to it to feel actually bad or to melt down. Go figure. I was thinking about how this relates to MFR therapists. When a therapist comes for coaching in the beginning, almost everyone is having a similar experience of discomfort and even more so the discomfort of confronting discomfort and becoming super aware of all the things within ourselves, within our like lives that are happening and within our businesses 
that you experience discomfort around. And some of those things are like setting rates, selling MFR, rebooking clients, deciding to have online scheduling, talking about MFR, meeting people, telling them you're an MFR therapist, offering to help them, putting yourself out there publicly, people knowing what you do, and the ever not so popular doing things without being perfect first. I know that's a big one. Any one of these things can create probably that and mild to moderate to severe discomfort within your body, which shows up like physical or emotional pain. And the tendency that I see most people having and just knowing myself is to white knuckle and push through it without really investigating what is actually happening or avoid altogether and just never create the thing that you want to create, which for you guys, it's creating your MFR businesses or changing it in any way. So Stacy called this something like expanding the space for discomfort. She would kind of play with her awareness around the discomfort and without needing to fix it, she got really intimate with what was happening inside her body when she felt like she was trapped in the car with her crying newborn. At first, it looked like her also crying, her pulling over, her helping the baby. And eventually, it expanded into her ability to allow the baby to cry for longer periods of time without doing anything, without as much discomfort or needing to act on it. Now, she wasn't saying that she just ignored her baby and that's what fixed it. She also noticed like she was more connected to not only herself, but to her baby. And instead of needing to abandon herself or shame herself or think that she was doing something wrong, she would just have this ultimate awareness and point things out to herself of all the things that were going right and of all the things she was doing great as a mom in those moments. And that helped her brain focus on something else, positive things, right? Things that actually felt good in her body. It reaffirmed for her that she wasn't doing anything wrong. Nothing was going wrong because the baby was crying. After all, babies cry sometimes all of the time. And her baby wasn't doing anything wrong either. Babies cry. And sometimes there just isn't anything to fix. They're just doing what babies do. So when she was slowing things down in her brain and she wasn't making herself wrong or making her baby wrong, she could just be in the car with the crying, with herself, with her thoughts about her baby, with her thoughts about herself. And she could just be a human having a human experience. It's like deleting all of the drama that comes with when we like have a judgment about how things should be or things should go or how we want them to go so that we can feel comfortable. And you can use this same idea or technique where you allow discomfort into your body while recognizing it to create more room to experience this while you're building your business. Many of my clients are doing this in group coaching right now. We've shed tears. We've had awarenesses that were not there before. It's really a magical container for badassery and healing and growth. And at the same time, amazing business expansion. After all, the better at allowing discomfort inside yourself and inside your business, the quicker you will grow. The quicker you will grow your business, the sooner you will help more and more people. And when you help more and more people, well, 
That's the whole point, right? We want them to get out of pain and back to active lifestyles. So this is where coaching comes into play and what we spend a lot of time on getting intimate with which feelings and emotions we aren't willing to feel and are therefore avoiding, which doesn't actually keep us from experience them, experiencing those feelings, but it keeps us from running in the directions that don't grow our businesses. The more you expand into feelings, I like to call this like the more you have literacy around your feelings and emotional adulthood, the easier it actually is to handle anything that comes up in your business. So while you are here listening to this episode, let's check into some things. What do you think will happen if you check your phone in a minute and your next client has texted to cancel last minute? What immediately happens inside your body? Do you notice that your heart starts pumping? Do you immediately start to get upset or hot or sad or angry? Do you avoid getting back to them? Do you start to worry about filling that spot or the loss of money or the loss of time or how inconvenient it is? And if that's what's going on, nothing's gone wrong, right? All that's happening is you are going into a sort of fight or flight mode. Your body believes this is a problem that needs to be fixed and needs to be solved quickly. This might happen to you by default even if you have a policy in place. It doesn't have to be your default though. And I also want to offer that having a policy doesn't solve for what physically and emotionally happens within your body when these things happen. So it is true that you can have a client cancel last minute and you could get super curious instead of super angry. You could believe nothing has gone wrong and that it doesn't have to be calm or feel personal or threatening in any way. You are likely feeling rejection and experiencing it like anger because anger is just a more practiced emotion. Imagine if you could tweak just this one thing in your business, what the quality of your experience of your business would be, what the quality of your experience of clients canceling would be. How many clients would you serve differently because you were thinking about all of this just a little differently? What about when you treat someone and after treatment, you recommend that they come back later in the week and they tell you they aren't going to do that because they can't afford it. You could allow space for disappointment and even rejection and also not disappointment or rejection, right? You could get curious when allowing space for these feelings to be there and also getting curious. You could not let it stop you from asking the client the questions that refocus what is really going on with them. And that would look like being curious about if they don't believe MFR will work for them don't believe it's working at all, or don't believe that you are the therapist for them. And being willing to ask these questions and getting to the bottom of that will help them decide what to do moving forward. And will also help you get better at holding the space and the belief for clients before they have it for themselves. It's so easy in that situation to believe that it's your price, to believe you know, to believe in their story that they can't afford it and to jump in the pool there instead of being like, what's actually going on? Because if you believed 100% that you're going to get better, would you find a way to pay for it? It's just figuring out how to talk to them about that without making it about you. 
So often we are overcome or overwhelmed by emotions like disappointment, fear, rejection, and shame that we are swept out of curiosity in order to try to run away from that pain we feel. Like we want that wave to take us away so that we don't have to feel disappointment, fear, or rejection, or shame. But the thing is, is you can't run or hide from it. Like those feelings are always there in our body and they're happening to us over and over again the more we try to get away from it. So my challenge to everyone listening is how much space can you create and allow for yourself to expand your comfort around these emotions in order to hold even better space for your clients to not give up or reject yourself or your clients when they are too afraid to make the next best decision for themselves? As the experts in the room, just like Stacy, as the mom is the expert in the room, she is going to know more than her baby does. She is going to keep him safe no matter what. And the same goes for you. You are going to treat your client and create healing with them as long as they are willing to show up. So you just sometimes have to make that super clear. You are right there, even in the discomfort, holding the space and creating even more space for that healing and for those decisions to be made. You do the work to allow space for your own emotions so that when clients do or say anything, You don't make it mean anything about you. You just get curious and you help them. You don't abandon them. You don't abandon yourself in order to feel safety. So take this idea into your own life and see what happens. And even better yet, start to get curious about what it would be like for you to join group coaching and take the fast track to your inner world of emotions and become an emotional badass where you can sell MFR in any situation to anyone because you aren't afraid of whether or not they'll say yes, where you believe you're either winning or learning. You aren't afraid to feel stupid or embarrassed. Those feelings no longer lock you down like heavy chains, recreating the same patterns in your life and your business over and over again. You are in control of both your brain and your business, and you make big things happen, like earning six figures with ease and comfort. So sign up for November Group Coaching. It's going to be open for enrollment October 12th through the 21st. It's not too late to sign up for Raise Your Rate Bootcamp Live either. Those are happening October 10th, 11th, and 12th. Links on my website, themfrcoach.com in my bio on social media at the MFR coach, and also in the show notes with this episode. I will see you there. Let's freaking go. I'll see you next week on another episode of the MFR coaches podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. 
I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at the MFR coach, and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, themfrcoach.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.